Hi, Amber. Hi, Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Wow, you sound terrible. I sound like a beautiful songbird, Amber. No, you sound like, I mean, okay, you could sound like a beautiful songbird after it like flew throat first into some barbed wire. <laughs> and then oh, throat first. And then gargled with the barbed wire. And then oh. ate some of the barbed wire. And now it is just barbed wire. That's rough, Amber. Rough but accurate. How do you think I feel having to listen to it? Mm-hmm. And our listeners. You're welcome, listeners. Yeah, get buckle in for an hour of this. This is, um, mm-hmm. well, this is what it is. It is what it is. So, Amber, we watched White House Down. Oh, Megan, White House Down. It has such a fond place in my heart because, as you see, it came out in 2013. Let me set the scene. It was 2013. Please. There were two White House exploding movies, Olympus Has Fallen and White House Down. I had no fucking interest whatsoever in Olympus Has Fallen, despite Morgan Freeman's presence as 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 the POTUS. I did, however, really want to see White House Down because those fucking ads made me just real horny for some dumb action. Of course. And guess what, Megan? Mm-hmm. I went and saw it. And did you like it? That's my story. Yeah, I, I, I really liked it. I liked it so much that I really wanted you to see it. And it just took me seven years to get us here. So let me, dear listeners and Amber, go into great detail about what this movie is. Let me set up the backstory. Let me tell you a little bit about, you know, the history of the White House itself, because they keep trying to steamroll that into the picture. (laughs) Um, So Amber, this movie is about the world's worst secret service. (laughs) And police department and military. Do not oh, leave them so out. Oh, they're so bad. Yeah. Everybody's so, so... Many people with guns and training died so fast. Yeah. There's like, I don't know, like five people. Okay. It, uh, White House um, down is surprisingly about the White House getting taken over by terrorists. And then they try to capture the president because they want him to put his hand on the nuclear football so they can... Um, actually blow up. This is this is a, a difference, Amber. In Die Hard, it was about terrorism, but really it was about money. This, they pretended it was about money, but really it was about blowing up. It was about goddamn... The Middle East? Genocide. It, yeah, was, it was, oh, this is a heist movie. Nope, that's the red herring this time. This time it's fucking genocide? Shit, yeah. Roland Emmerich, fuck! Yeah, it was, that was, that was, uh-huh. God Damn, dude! Mm-hmm. Shit. Yes. Okay, okay. No, it's not about the money. It's about starting World War Three and blowing up the uh-huh. entire Middle East. So it's about Jesus. No. Okay. First misstep. Moving on. Yes. Um. But so, um. Granted, surprise, surprise. The head of the Secret Service, dude named Martin, um. And his real name, I will tell you, is a guy named... Oh, that's James, James Woods. Woods. Uh, that's woman? Right. Fuck. James right, right, goddamn right. Woods. How? 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 I don't know, Amber. Wish I could tell you. I, I knew I had some concerns about this. You had better step up your game or so help me. Gargling with bulb- barbed wire will be the worst of your concerns. Least, <laughs> least of your concerns? Well, no, it's probably still going to be the worst. It's still Anything pretty bad, you, yeah. yeah. Anything I, mean, I do to you can't be worse than what you sound like right now. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's surprising in every movie when James Wood is the bad guy. So um, he's the head of the Secret Service. And him and five people take down 
the entire Secret Service, all of the police people who are inside the White House, they took over, like, what do they call it? Sky, the Sky Mall. I in the um, Sky, Sky Eye, whatever. Yeah. They, everything, everything, everything. All the security, all the police, everybody who is stationed inside the White House itself is just mowed down immediately before they can even pull their weapons. I'm not sure they fire off a single shot. I don't know that they do. And, you know, and then they get in the secondary team of, of like, mercs. But I think, Amber, they might have succeeded if they just left it to those five guys. Like, I don't it was the mercs and other folks that made any problems happen. I mean, but you needed those mercs to, like, wrangle the hostages and, and you know, Babysit. move the fucking surface-to-air missiles around... Inside. I mean, you needed more hands to do all the doing. I guess so. And that's how they got the hacker in. That is true. It is. Did need the hacker. It is a ragtag group of apparently the not America's most wanted, but like the Secret Service biggest threats list of the day. Uh huh. Yep. Is is what he did. He went and recruited like the biggest threats that the Secret Service. No. Uh, what is the word? I don't know. Noticed. Yeah, noticed. It was on their top 10 list. It was the most wanted. I don't know. So you have your special hacker guy, who's the guy who played Marion in Psych. It was great. And yep. you have your white supremacist nut job, who's played by the guy who played Devil in Justified. Haha, <laughs> yep. Then you have your ex-Delta Force disavowed wet ops secret murder squad guy, I don't recognize him from anything. I neither. No. But, but he was he was he was pretty effective at what he did. Yeah, he was. And then he had his mercenary group of mercenaries. They were pretty good too. And apparently they were not aware that this was ultimately about genocide. Nope, they were in it for the money. They were in it for the kill immediate killing and money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I respect. That's that's what a mercenary do. Yeah. Exactly. Oh boy. This was um this was a lot. This movie was is a lot. Mm-hmm. Then what happens, Megan? I'm I'm all in. Oh, okay. Are we still doing this? Uh, so um, yeah. And then Jamie Fox is the president, which is fantastic. And guess what, Amber? We've got Channing Tatum who plays <gasps> John Kale. John McHale? Oh no, John, just John Kale. Just John Kale. John Kale. Okay. Yeah. No. Then it's this clearly is not a direct diehard rip. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. 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 McCain. Yeah. No. Um, no. I, I know his actual Jim name. McHale. I was just yeah. making it more. I see. I get it. Okay. I get it. Okay. I get it. Okay. Apparently, um, so at some point, um, guess what? Channing Tatum um, is the one lone person who isn't murdered by these five people. Um, and he's there for a um, interview for the Secret Service, which they essentially turn him down for. Maggie Gyllenhaal is like, yeah, I don't, I, I knew you before and uh, I don't trust you to like reliable and shit mm -hmm. and, and, and we go over his entire life history while she's reading his do. resume we know everything about him we mm -hmm. know that they that he went to high school someplace and that he only did like a year of college with her that's how they know each other and then mm -hmm. he had a bunch of jobs like blue collar jobs so that's not respectable but then he put himself through night school but then up oh, he 
<laughs> he got married and had a kid six uh-huh. months later. So you know what that means. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. he went and joined the military for three years. But then he he had issues with authority. And so like we literally get his entire fucking backstory of why yes. he's going to be a great lone wolf badass and also mm-hmm. super dedicated to protecting his sort of estranged daughter who hates him and refuses to call him dad. Right, of course, because she is not in the White House as well, because she idolizes uh, Jamie Foxx, who plays James Sawyer, president, and um, he gets her in for like a White House tour. Exactly. She loves the POTUS. She knows everything about the White House. She lovingly looks out her window to watch Air Force One fly by in their helicopters. She listens to political news. She's got a political YouTube channel. She loves it. And he doesn't get the job and doesn't tell her and they go on the tour together. Yep. She also has about 100 White House snow globes in her room, which is actually very creepy. Yeah, that's kind of serial killer level shit. Like, mm-hmm. I, I honestly am not, I, I would not have been surprised if she hadn't, like, harvested an ear from Jamie Foxx when he was down at one point. <laughs> just just going like, to take a couple just, I just need a piece. I just and... need a piece. I can't mm-hmm. be this close and not take a piece. Yeah, it's for obviously. my snow globes. Oh, God. Um, so, uh, fight, fight, fight. Um, Channing Tatum um, saves the president in like a myriad of different ways, which we will go into more detail about, including elevator shafts and limo um, rides, joy rides around the White House um, lawn. And uh, yeah, it's pretty great. It's uh, a buddy comedy. It's, it is an it's a action buddy comedy, buddy comedy yeah. with Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. But also a dad trying to save his daughter. And then also a political, patriotic. Yeah, there's there was some some criticism yeah. for it being liberal propaganda. Okay, <laughs> so fucking heavy-handed and weird. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. Um, right. So, and this doesn't matter at all. But um, uh, James Woods' son died in Afghanistan, I think, and. So his ultimate goal is to blow up the entire Middle East because of that. And his plan is, is so he takes over the White House. He actually bombs the Capitol building to distract from taking over the White House, at which point um, he wants to capture the president. But uh, that kind of goes wrong because of Janning Tatum. But then uh, the president is presumed dead. And so the vice president... Um, takes the oath while he's flying around in Air Force One. Because and 25th then, Amendment, they tell us the amendment mm-hmm, that lets them do it's this. It's true. Yes. And then uh, James Woods lost, launches uh, uh, missiles from Ohio and blows up the vice president's plane. And therefore, the Secretary of State is now president. Speaker, Speaker of the House. Speaker, excuse me. Speaker of the House is now president. And... Um, guess what? That was the plan all along because he was in on it, in on it, and he has the current nuclear codes, which now he can give to James Wood Woods when Jamie Foxx opens the nuclear football. Oh my god. It's amazing. It is it is incredible because you know he needs Jamie Foxx alive. James Woods is like, now we need him alive. But you don't know why. Why do you need him alive? We don't know. Maybe it's about revenge. Maybe he wants to shoot him in the head himself. Who knows? Who knows? But yes, it was really all about getting the Speaker of the House who was in the pocket of weapons manufacturers oh, and yes, defense right. contractors because the president was about to achieve peace in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. 
And so they would be pissed because then they'd lose all their contracts and money. And so the Speaker of the House was working for them, working with James Woods, who wanted to destroy the Middle East because they were bad and they led to the death of his son and they need to die because they're Muslim and brown. And then Mm -hmm. and then. The other people were white supremacists or had been dicked over by the government. And so it was all just it a... Was everything. It yeah. made so much sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great. Good stuff. Yep. Good, good plot. <laughs> yep. Channing Tatum eventually ends up in an undershirt, just like um, Bruce Willis does in Die Hard. And apparently, Amber, that's a homage to Die Hard. Oh, I mean, they, they knew what they were doing. All over the place. They had they had Jamie Foxx have only one shoe for a little while. They had um, stuff. They went through ducks and they were in the um, elevator. And uh, yeah, it was, it was there were a lot of diehard things, Amber. There, there oh, so many diehard the hacker. Things. The hacker. The, the bombastic hacker listening mm-hmm. to uh, classical music. The, yep. the only difference was that he was a white guy. But he's a white guy I like, so I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the main militaristic bad guy Mm -hmm. wanted to get vengeance on Channing Tatum's character because early on in his vigilanteing, he murdered a guy he'd known for years, like basically his brother. Right. And so like the first guy Channing Tatum kills is the guy that sets off a vengeance spree for the main Mm -hmm. militaristic bad guy. He's like, I'm going to kill him. And James Wood is like, dude, let's focus on the plan. Yeah, but I'm going to kill him. But we have the plan. He's like, but I want revenge. Die hard. In the White House with genocide? <laughs> yeah, plus genocide. Um, Channing Tatum wins um, the end. He gets the respect of his daughter and lands the job. The end. Mm-hmm. Yep. His daughter finally calls him dad. He had to earn that dad. He did. Because, oh my God. And people will talk about this, but Chekhov did some work in this movie yes did some goddamn work i'm not even sure we're gonna have a complete list but i can't wait to try megan yes amber what did the critics say about this movie well amber um on rotten tomatoes the critics gave it a 52 and the audience gave it a 62 metacritic had critics at 52 audience at 59 Mm, okay how does this make you feel i mean i'm not gonna say that it's a like good movie but it's definitely a fun action buddy cup Channing Tatum Jamie Foxx movie oh this be a bad movie this be a bad bad movie for for a whole host of reasons but like many critics acknowledge there was a hundred percent score up on meta there were a lot of greens and a lot of mid-level yellows this is a fun movie this is a Mm well-executed action movie with some flaws in terms of length it's over two hours that didn't need to happen no it did not the heavy-handed bizarre patriotism. I mean, it's a White House movie. I guess you can kind of accept that that's going to happen. I don't necessarily need that for myself. But if you give no. me enough dumb action and like buddy hijinks, I'm cool with it. And they do for me. They distract me very well. And then the fact that like it starts out pretty normal, overblown suspense action. We're going to lay the groundwork for crazy things that are about to happen. But in the end of the movie, it just goes fucking batshit crazy with the yes. shit that they do. Mm-hmm. And there are some plot holy dumb level mistakes that, that do frustrate in terms of like things that were super avoidable. Like, I don't know, maybe tell them about the surface to air missiles that they have. No, <laughs> you're going to wait until the end and it's too late. Okay, cool. 
I mean, Megan gets what she wants out of that arrangement, so I don't think she has a right to be upset mm. about it. True. But By helicopters. Just the sheer craze ballery that is happening at the end of this movie, action-wise, totally makes up for whatever, for me, personally. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, some critical reviews, or some some blurby blurbs that I liked. My, my favorite, personally, was uh, Mark Ma- Mohan of The Oregonian. It's probably not a good idea to examine the political content of a film in which the leader of the free world proves that the pen is mightier than the sword by stabbing someone in the uh, neck uh, with one. Uh. <laughs> that yeah. was fantastic. I loved that, that very much. That was, oh, that was great. That made me so happy. So, I remember one of the things they do in this movie is they, <laughs> I mean, again, you said White House movie, they hit patriotism, patriotism pretty hard. Like, they, they keep, like, they have Jamie Foxx's character just, like, adore Lincoln and just talk about Lincoln. And he has Lincoln's pocket watch over his heart, Amber. And oh, you mean Chekhov's Lincoln's mm-hmm. pocket watch? That's the one. The, the pocket watch that his wife gave him and that was historically given from, what, what, what's her name? Marie something? Mary Todd. Lincoln. Yeah, Mary Todd. Mary Todd gave mm-hmm. it to Lincoln. So, yep. you know, definitely not about to get shot in that pocket watch at some point in this movie. Yeah. Definitely you, not going to happen. Yeah, why would you even say that? So that's one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one Chekhov's thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's just veneration for, um, like, and then they list, like, <laughs> Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln. It's like, yeah... Guys, jackass, kinda... jackass, dude who did some good stuff, but isn't solely responsible for freeing the slaves. And Jamie Foxx does not owe his presidency solely to Lincoln. Although I do appreciate that he also sprinkles in the fact that Lincoln was the first president that supported women's right to vote. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's cool. You know, it's, I, agreed. Lincoln seemed like a pretty stand-up dude. Generally, I don't know his deep, involved history, but like having like a black president just be like, yeah, Lincoln. Lincoln all the time, Lincoln. Woohoo, Lincoln. I'm like, okay. Yeah, you're hitting this hard. We get it. Yay. So, I mean, yeah. Yep. And it's it's other than Jimmy Fox and Lance Reddick, it's it's mostly white people. Yes. Although I as soon as Lance Reddick showed up in the movie, it's uh-huh. like, oh, everything's gonna be fine. I suddenly feel like there's competent people involved. Yep. Uh yeah. Zavala walks in the door and you're like, everything's going to be okay. He's good. He knows what to do. Yes. Just command those troops. Not a lot of roles for women in this movie. No, no. And Maggie Gyllenhaal's, I mean, I, I like Maggie Gyllenhaal. She, she does she does good work with not mm-hmm. the best part. And, and yep. you know, the little, I guess, you know, she's a kid, so she's supposed to do stupid stuff. There is one scene that I really like with her. That like It's the scene that I always want in a movie like this. Yes. We will get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, yay, patriotism is kind of how this movie rolls. And then there's some very heavy-handed messaging about random stuff. I mean, yeah, I'm a liberal, but also it's a, it's a dumb action movie. What what are you doing? What, yeah, pull what back. are you doing? Pull back. Yeah, calm, calm down a little bit. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's some offensive shit that I'm just not aware of. Yeah, but it's it's not it's not pinging on my current radar. Mm-hmm. Feel free to let me know if I'm missing something while I'm enjoying a movie that maybe I should be critiquing harder. Yeah. Badmoviesrockpodcast at gmail.com. Or tweet at us. Mm-hmm. Badmoviesrock. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, by Critics Corner. All right, Megan, what did you love about this movie? Amber, um, 
Yeah. So, okay. One of the things um, that I, I will tell you that constantly annoyed me is that nobody turned their damn cell phones to silence, which oh, was yeah, that fucking, fucking ridiculous. Crazy. Who doesn't put it on goddamn vibrate and stick it in your underwear? I don't care. If you need to answer that phone, there are ways to do it without it goddamn ringing. Yeah. Little girl is follow. She chooses, chooses to follow the scary bad guys with guns who she's seen kill people mm-hmm. and film them. Fine. Yep. And then upload the video. Fine. You want to get ballsy with it? Get ballsy with it. But fucking silence your ringer. Your dad's been calling you for the past hour. Yeah. And like as she's like hitting, you know, buttons on the thing to cell phone to upload, it goes boop, boop. And it's like, dear God, why would you boop, boop? Nobody even makes their phone. Now Now is not the time to boop, boop. No, it doesn't. Silence those button noises. And so the whole idea is this little girl has her own political YouTube account and um, she uploads the videos to there, at which point they go viral and at which point the news immediately puts both her name and her face on the TV. And they say it over girl who's in a hostage situation. Guess what? That kind of gets her in trouble. Is her name Emily? Emily Kale, yep. Yeah, it's just brave Emily Kale gets this Here's, video. It's gone viral. They're definitely going to be able to ID these people from brave Emily <laughs> Kale's video. Here's her what picture. she looks like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, it's very diehardy in that sense. Yes, it is. Of course it is. Ah, the tour guide, Megan. Oh, the tour guide, Amber. The tour guide's... The tour guide's so stupid and so great. He's like Chekhov's tour guide. Does he count as a Chekhov's item? I think so. He knows everything about everything about the White House, of course, and he's he's very he's very gregarious. He's 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 good with uh, Emily Kale's know it allness. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he, you know, at first he seems ridiculous. You know, in the hostage situation, he he tells the white supremacists to stop disrespecting the living history of the house, and then he shatters mm-hmm. a big vase, and then he goes and sits down. I'm psyched he doesn't get shot. I'm surprised he doesn't get shot. They were shooting everybody else. Oh, they were shooting everybody else for everything. Later in the movie, mm-hmm. dude proves his worth. Yes, he does. It's well, first he does stand up for uh, Emily Kale a few times when they like try to take her or what have you, um, and then Amber. The white supremacist guy that's been guarding all the um, the hostages for the whole time. Uh, Channing Tatum throws a um, grenade at this guy's feet, but then the guy kicks the grenade away at Channing Tatum. So Channing Tatum has to run away. Oh my God, what's going to happen? Are they going to have like a? My my thought was, oh man, Channing Tatum's going to have like a knockout blowout fight with this guy, and this guy doesn't deserve it. So of course he's he's been he's been gunning for this fight for a long time and he's like cracking his neck and it's it's go time. Mm-hmm. And then you say it, you say it, <laughs> you say it. I won't do it just with with my voice. What is, is it, does he just stop disrespecting living history? Yes. He, so, <laughs> so the tour guide shows up behind him all of a sudden, just beats him down with this giant golden clock, saying, mm-hmm. "Stop disrespecting living." History or something along those lines. <laughs> yes. Because he is, of course, the one who broke the Ming vase. Mm-hmm. Thereby saving Channing Tatum's ass and also proving he's willing to beat a man to death with living history if that's yes. what it takes to save the rest of it. And I believe he then, after killing this man with this be- <laughs> with this huge golden clock, I believe he says that it's like 
an 18th this century cl- German something. Being <laughs> a gift from the blah, blah, blah to the White House. It's, He's yeah, still it's too guiding. He can't help himself, Amber. Uh, then he gets a shotgun from Channing Tatum and leads the hostages out like a boss. Yeah, he becomes a boss for sure. Oh, so good. So good. So yeah, I mean, I feel like, okay, so you've got Chekhov's tour guide. Mm-hmm. Chekhov's pocket watch. Chekhov's pocket watch, which definitely doesn't get a bullet in it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, they talk about the um, limousine, Ground Force yes, One. Yes, we are. Emily Kale informs her father. Did, did you know that the president has this, you know, eight ton bulletproof, explosion proof limousine? We're definitely not going to use that later. Nope, nope, not that. Oh, we also have Chekhov's flag waving. Oh. Early early in the movie, oh. when Channing Tatum goes to pick up his daughter, she mm-hmm. is already mad at him. He doesn't yes. understand why. And his ex-wife informs him that he missed her talent show. And he's like, well, what was her talent? She's like, flag waving. Mm-hmm. Like, is that okay? <laughs> yep. Chekhov's yep. flag waving. Yes, Chekhov's flag waving. <laughs> Oh, man. Chekhov's, um, the pen is mightier than the sword. Mm-hmm. That doesn't take very long for the payoff, but, you know, I, I feel like it counts. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. It's, it's beautiful. Everything, everything that happens in this movie, Amber, has been foreshadowed. Foreshadowed. Okay. Limo. At one point, Jamie Foxx and Channing Tatum during an escape attempt have to use the limo because, of course, the secret tunnels that Kennedy used to get Marilyn Monroe in and out... Also Chekhov, because uh, Emily Kale Kale asked about those in the tour, and the tour guide said, knows those don't really exist, and of course they do exist. Yeah, Maggie Gyllenhaal's like, yeah, go in the tunnels. Those exist? Yeah, those exist. God damn it. (laughs) But Chekhov's explosives have been placed in the tunnel by the hacker, who's like, oh, don't worry Mm -hmm. about those tunnels. I've got those covered. Does he ever? Channing Tatum fiddles with the explosives, can't get them to unhook, so they wind up in Chekhov's limousine. Yep. They drive around the lawn in the limousine, which wouldn't work super well with a limo that heavy. It would just like sink in, right? Who cares? Who knows? So they're driving around. They're getting shot at. There's more shooting. The press is there showing the whole thing. And then guess what? Jamie Foxx pops out the sunroof with a fucking missile launcher. (laughs) It's really good to break open a gate so that they can get out. Because the tank that they asked to blow a hole open in the gate for them wound up getting blown up its own self with another rocket launcher by the terrorists. Which the tank just kind of drove over the gate and then got blown up in that hole of the gate. So the tank didn't actually do what they asked. Yeah, it really seems very incompetent. It kind of made a hole, then filled the hole with itself and then shot one shot at the terrorists who were fine and then blew it up. Yep. I mean, you'd think that a movie... um, all you know centered and taking place within the white house that there wouldn't be able to be a car chase don't worry there's a car chase there is. Mm-hmm. with a missile launcher mm-hmm. and i and you know because it's a bunny co- buddy comedy on top of everything else while jamie fox is in the back assembling the missile launcher with channing tatum's instruction mm-hmm. he pokes him in the head with it yep and he says something like can you not hit me in the head with a rocket i'm trying to drive Earlier in the movie, Jamie Foxx also gave Channing Tatum a bandolier of grenades and said, Merry Christmas, check off mm-hmm. grenades. Those get used multiple yes. times, though. They do. Yeah, after the limos exploded, before it can use the hole that they made, mm-hmm. he uses a grenade to escape into Gerald Ford's secret pool tunnel. <laughs> right. 
that Gerald Ford had installed because he didn't want people seeing him um, walk across the lawn in his uh, bathing suit trucks. I guess so. Yep. So they say. So they say. Ooh, Chekhov's painting. Chekhov's painting. Chekhov's painting. The tour guide at one point is standing in front of a painting commemorating the burning of the White House by the oh, British. Yes. Yep. And Channing Tatum's like, hmm, they burned the White House down? He's like, yes, and this year by doing this thing. This this painting always makes me makes me emote mm-hmm. painting. Yep. And while Channing Tatum's running around, he, he at one point, I think this is after Jamie Foxx has given himself up to James Woods. Which was dumb, but Because fine. James Woods got a hold of the fact that the guy running around was John Cale and that Emily Cale was his daughter. So they used his daughter to convince the president to give himself up. So in order to distract them, Chan Tam's run around and he catches a glimpse of the burning painting, which apparently reminds him, <laughs> oh, yes, before I leave, I should probably burn the White House down. Oh, yeah, fire exists. Let's do that. Fire exists. That'll distract him. So let's set mm-hmm. this shit on fire. Right. And so like, it's it's like we're into final territory here. And like, so an hour and a half at least has passed in this movie. And when is when Jamie Foxx gives himself up for Emily Kale. It's like, wow, okay, just the whole movie. Channing Tatum has been saving you and you're just gonna walk in. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Gotcha. I mean, the little girl getting shot in the stomach. Like, I mean, at this point, I think Jamie Foxx is thinking like he just wants to kill him out of revenge or something. I don't know what he's yeah. thinking. I guess he doesn't know what to know, but mm-hmm. he gives himself up. I guess uh, fine, fine. That's the point at which we learn it's about genocide. James Woods <laughs> is like, "Yep, so you're going to open this nuclear football, <laughs> right?" And and they say it's the you can only open it with um, the president's. Both handprint and heartbeat. It's attuned to both of those things. So he's so, going to be alive. You can't just alive. cut that hand off. Yep. <laughs> can't just murder him and do it. But yeah. And of course, he, the president, this, this is the moment that I appreciate in yes. this movie. Jamie Foxx refuses because obviously, no, you can't blow up the Middle East. That'll kill millions of people. And it's a fucked up thing to do. And it could cause World War Three because if we start shooting off nukes, they'll start shooting off nukes. Mm hmm. And then James Woods holds a gun to Emily Kale's head. And Jamie Foxx looks at the little girl in the eye and explains why he can't open the football. Yeah. He's like, I can't let millions of people die. I can't start a nuclear war. Do you understand? As she looks mm-hmm. at him, says yes, and then clenches her eyes shut. She's like, well, I'm about to be shot in the head. Yeah. <laughs> but a, she understands. She under- That's a good moment. That's like, it is. no, don't open that suitcase. Thank you, Jamie Foxx. Thank you for being better than every other superhero. <laughs> And yeah. In every other movie. For sure. Fuck! Don't open the football! Don't open it. He's, of course, forced to later. But, um, yeah, that that's so rarely. I don't think that ever happens in a movie. And so it was really nice to see. That was nice to see. Which And then just fucking... So James Woods is doing this because racism and... Uh, just just craziness. But he also has chosen this particular moment because apparently he has a tumor in his brain right. and he only has a few months to live. So he's got shit all, you know, whatever. He's, fuck it, fuck it. It's, it's, it's time. It is my moment. It is my moment. I don't care if the world burns, yeah. But considering the fact that he is about to die and has a massive brain tumor, he then gets stabbed in the neck by the president. Uh-huh. Yes. And then he gets run over by a vehicle. <laughs> Yes, and then? <laughs> and then 
button. And he's still alive. He's still he's reaching still for that button, Amber. He's still reaching for the nuclear launch button. How? So Channing Tatum gets in the turret on the top of the vehicle that he just rammed into the Oval Office and James Woods and then cuts mm-hmm. him in half with it. Essentially, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Finally stopping him. The most powerful dying man. 60-year-old Terminator with a tumor. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. But Megan. Uh-huh. The nuclear launch has been stopped. James Woods has been stopped. At this point, he's killed the guy whose buddy he killed and really wanted him dead by giving him a grenade necklace. Yes, there's there's your Chekhov's grenade. Chekhov's grenade. Oh, so good. Yeah. So clearly it's over. The hostages are safe. He's got his daughter. Nuclear launches have been stopped. Everything's fine, right? Well, but, but Amber, before that, uh, James Woods shot Jamie Foxx and he's dead. He's super dead. He's just lying there. He's been lying there. We've seen him. He's dead. I mean, it doesn't matter at that point. They already think he's dead. And I mean, Megan, what's coming? What's coming to the White House right now? Oh, I forgot about that part. Um, yeah, they in order to stop the launch of <laughs> nuclear weapons, they're sending, uh, air, I don't know, military in to bomb the White House, essentially, to make sure that those that launch code sequence doesn't get the ultimate like launch button pushed. Exactly. To, to They're going to die, Amber. To stop nuclear war, mm-hmm. the Speaker of the House or, orders them to bomb the White House, which is still filled with hostages at that point. At the point that this is order, filled with hostages, no plan to get them out. Maggie Gyllenhaal's like, your first act as president is going to be to blow up the White House? I'm like, <clears throat> you mean um, kill a bunch of Americans? I mean, he's like, well, to save millions of people, yes. Okay, I mean, I do get that. But the fact that yeah. <laughs> her focus isn't on the hostages, it's on... You wouldn't blow up the White House, would you? Yeah, 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 ridiculous. I mean, of course he would, because it turns out he's the real bad guy, everybody. He's getting rid of the evidence. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, the tour guide gets most of the hostages out. But then Amber, oh no, here come the planes. But but the the James Wood has been stopped. They don't need to bomb the White House. And And what, how do they... How are they going to signal that? It's it like if only someone had some like large piece of fabric to like, you know, wave around in oh, the man. air to but let them know. Even if you had a large piece of fabric to wave around in the air, who would know how to do that properly? Yeah, good question. Oh, Emily Kale. Emily Kale. Her talent is flag waving. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. She takes the presidential flag out onto the lawn and waves it. While also people have clambered in to the White House for over the gates for a reason, reason I don't understand. Just like spectators have been allowed to and interested in climbing the gates to the White House and running out onto the lawn, despite the fact that everyone knows it's about to be blown up. Yeah. Sure, why yeah, not? Who knows? Sure. So, of course, the hardened jet pilots mm-hmm. who have been given specific orders to stop nuclear Armageddon by blowing yes. up the White House, see this little girl waving this flag, and they're like, I can't do this. <laughs> yep. And then they yep. don't do it. And they don't, even though the, the speaker, who is now the president, did not tell them not to. I won't blow up a little girl with a flag. No. Not on my worst day. <laughs> not on my worst day. Not if it causes World War Three. Oh, it would? Oh, Hmm. Mm, I well, should have rethought I that. Uh, I'll make another pass. I can come back around. I can come back around. How do, how long do we have until everything blows up? Oh, that was That's it? too late. Um, yeah, okay. Well, I guess... Uh, oof. Choices, man. Yeah, choices. Guess what, though? Mm-hmm. The president isn't really dead. James Woods did shoot him. But guess uh-huh. what the bullet hit, Megan? 
it hit Lincoln's pocket watch, which was over his heart, which is where he kept it. Oh my God. I could have done without the line. Good old Abe took a second bullet from me from oh, the black boy. president. I'm just yeah. I'm just going to put that out there. I could have done without that. Yeah, that's fair. It's, that, that was not an excellent line. And then, of course, there's this whole Channing Tatum walks out, says the president's really dead to the Speaker of the House, who Maggie Gyllenhaal figured out was the bad guy because she had an analyst do a bunch of research about who the bad guys had been talking to, but all they could find was a pager number. <gasps> but Channing Tatum remembers the Speaker of the House uses a pager because Channing Tatum worked for the Speaker of the House. So then he knows, oh, who? but then what do you do? Well, you get the Speaker of the House to admit exactly what he's done. And he thinks he's cool to admit those things because Channing Tatum's just a stupid fucking schmuck and the president's dead. Who's going to believe him? Oh my God, the president's still alive. Oh, wow. Amazing. Ooh. Oh, that was a ride. That was that a was. fucking journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then? Channing Tatum gets to actually be Secret Service and gets to ride uh, on the White House helicopter um, immediately to the hospital, I hope, because both of them have been like both shot and stabbed and glass in their gut and etc. Exploded, thrown through things, beaten. Yeah, I think everybody's dead. All the bad guys. Hacker blows himself up with his own tunnel bomb. Mm -hmm. Pretty thorough. Pretty thorough uh, yep. killing. Killing of everybody. Yep. And they used all their tools. They used flag waving, explodable limos, historical pocket watches, tour yeah. guides, living history, fire. It's it was a recipe. It's a recipe for success. Uh -huh. <laughs> this movie made me laugh so hard. So, given that it makes you laugh so hard, what would you rate it on the rock scale? Regrettable, outstanding, crazy balls, or K? I already said it early on. I used the actual word crazy balls in describing parts of this movie. You did. That's true. This movie is craze balls. It's I'm not going to say it's outstanding, but it is like craze balls plus for me. There's just something about the ridiculousness of it all and the execution that just really tips it over the scale from good stupid action movie to great stupid action movie. Yeah. It's so dumb. Mm-hmm. But it, oh. And the music is overly epic. Oh, it, it goes into like the most epic of epic. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it is about this. Maybe it was that magical 2013, I don't know, fall, summer. I don't remember. But it yeah. was just, it's yeah. special. And watching it again for the first time, I thought, mm -hmm. okay, it can't be as good as I remember it was. I don't know. Once it gets to the end and it starts winding up into insanity, I yeah. was there and I was happy. Mm-hmm. How do yeah. you feel about this, Megan? I agree. <clears throat> Uh, um, mm -hmm. I agree, Amber. I, this, this was a Crazy Balls movie. So for much, sure. So much fun. So much, so much stupid, stupid. You do have to shut your brain off. But this is, yeah. this is a worthwhile dumb action movie in my book. Channing Tatum gives it his all for sure. And him and Jamie Foxx are great as a like buddy cop, um, you know, duo. Um, yeah, super fun. Agreed. Jamie Foxx was almost certainly underutilized yes for sure but i still enjoyed watching him kick somebody in the head while saying get your hands off my jordans <laughs> yes yes indeed megan do you have an abby story amber i was hoping you would help me tell an abby story 
um, I wanted to tell the story about when Abby was visiting and we would go and take walks and um, you would have Muppet in your lap and um, Muppet would sit, uh, put his head out the window and Abby thought that was the funniest thing in the world. He is a particularly shaggy faced dog. So any amount of wind just makes him look insanely ridiculous and delightful. So I understand why she immediately started squealing with just <laughs> unsuppressed joy when his head <laughs> went out the window. Yep. He's so floofy. He's so floofy. <laughs> and then she would just cackle. And then she ended up saying, it's just the possibility of him putting his head out the window. I mean, you fed that to him. I did. Well, I was talking to you about it because she was laughing before he even put his wind head out the window. Exactly. And she totally picked she up picked on that. She picked up on that. It's like, I guess it's just the possibility of him putting his head out the window. She's like, it's just the possibility <laughs> that he might put his head out the window. That's very good. So, Amber, do you have a new segment in our Amber Reads Her um, Childhood Journal series? Well, Megan, um, I'm not sure if these are going to be funny to anyone else, but they are funny to me. So, Yes. Yes, I have some more entries in Amber Reads Her Third Grade Journal. Yay. I get the sense that I really kind of resented writing my journal because I, I'm pretty sure the push was to like write about something fun or interesting that's happening or that you did yesterday. And I seem to have been resistant to that concept. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a fun entry. I was sick yesterday. It was boring. All we did was watch movies and TV. We also played mm -hmm. Game Boy. It still was really boring, 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 Ooh. exclamation point after every boring. Now you know. <laughs> sassy. Just a sassy little shit, damn. Because these were being read by your teachers, huh? Yes, they were read by my teachers. He didn't have a comment for that one. Uh, oh, this, is, this is followed by, this weekend was pretty boring. The only thing fun we did was go shopping for a birthday present. I bought something for myself. I got an art set. It is fun to play with. But that was the only fun thing. Okay. To which my teacher says, that sounds like a lot of fun. Motherfucker, I said that was the only fun thing. <laughs> Don't you edit my shit. <laughs> I told you that was the only fun thing. The rest of it was boring. Stop trying to convince me that I'm enjoying my life. <laughs> this is the following entry. It's boring. There's nothing to write about. So that's why I'm making this a short journal page. <laughs> okay. That's exactly what my teacher said. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Yeah, I was kind of a little dick, I guess. <laughs> a bored dick. Why was I so bored? <laughs> I don't know. A, a, a day of video games and TV sounds pretty great to me right now. Right? I mean, that's living <laughs> the freaking dream. Damn. Megan, do you have a recommendation? Well, Amber, I rewatched Les Mis with uh, Hugh Jackman and Anne Hathaway and Russell Crowe. Why would you do that? Why? Oh, I know why you do that. It's 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 like poking at a cut in your mouth or pulling up a scab or taking a deep whiff of roadkill. Why did you do that? Because um, I really like Les Mis, Amber. But you hate that one. I hate him so much. Because Amber. you hate Russell Crowe. You, 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 I learned you hated Russell Crowe 
because you hate late. I don't under why, Megan, please. How is this a recommendation? Well, I, you know, the rest of the movie is pretty enjoyable. And like, Anne Hathaway really goes for it. And um, the woman who plays Eponine, uh, Samantha Barks, is incredible. Um, yeah, and, and just fucking Russell Crowe's the worst. Like, he's just the worst. He doesn't even act. Like, there's zero acting, even. Oh. It's so bad. Now I remember why you did this, because I sent you that AV Club article. Oh, yes, that is why I did it. You are correct. That is exactly why I did it. <laughs> this, is, this is my fault. This is your fault, right. Because I there's an AV. bear. Ugh. No, it wasn't AV Club. It was Polygon. It was Karen Hahn on Polygon oh. who told me. Oh, wow. You know her by name. Oh, yeah. I know who Karen Hahn is. Oh, dear. I'm She's sorry, great. Karen Hahn. She's great, except for now. She's disowned. I disown you, Karen Hahn. What was the title of that article? I think it was very specifically something along the lines of literally saying Russell Crowe isn't that bad in Les Mis was a paraphrase of the literal title of this article. Yes, it definitely said almost exactly that. Uh Uh-huh. And I read that article and I was like, because I knew it was coming back onto Netflix. And um, I read that article and I was like, that's not true. Like, it's like... It, and for me, it's never been about his singing in the movie. Like, that's the least of it. It's the, it's the fact that he doesn't emote anything. Like, you can sing, like, pretty okay. But if you, like, don't show any fucking feelings when you are talking about, like, your whole world crashing around you and you don't believe anything anymore, and then you throw yourself off a bridge, like, you gotta have a little bit of emotion in that, I would think. Whoa, way to ruin Les Mis for me. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Damn, woman. Um, I, hey, maybe he's choosing to suffer stoically. So I've been re-listening to some of Les Mis, um recordings from like the Broadway recording and the London recording. Um, and like there is more emotion in the voice of these people that I can't see their faces than in Russell Crowe's singing and face in this movie. So Every what's, single one um, of them. What's, I watched, what's the I watched a performance. Here? I watched a performance of children singing. Okay. Singing Lamez, and they were better than him. Okay. So, so again, what is the um, recommendation yes, um, here? What's happening? Uh, you can watch Lamez on Netflix. Just um, try to fast forward, fast forward both the Russell Crowe parts and fast forward the two new songs they put in there that I just I. One new song, one new song in Castles on the Cloud, which I don't actually enjoy either. Anyway, <laughs> make this two-hour movie into a sweet hour and a half. That is a weird recommendation. Thank you. Butcher Lame is. <laughs> Just like Russell Crowe. There it is. There it is. Okay. <laughs> well, on that note. Amber, no. I'd like to say like I always do at the end, a rock that rolls cannot build a home. Rocks don't build anything. Rocks are used to build things. That makes more sense. A rock that's rolling can't be used to build things because it's rolling away from you. Don't build on a hill or an incline. That's probably going to make it really difficult to keep your materials nearby. But the rock itself doesn't have fucking building agency. Fuck! By Amber. Yeah, by Megan. <laughs>